milk. Yummy mummy. Geriatric mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, this is my podcast and today is my 44th birthday. That's right, it's my birthday. Go shorty, it's your birthday. It, <laughs> no, it really is my birthday, it is my birthday. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. No, I've not cried, I've not cried at all. It's been fucking great actually, it's been brilliant. In fact, if you listen in like real time and you listen uh, sort of every time I put a new podcast or a new episode out, you're probably thinking, where have you been, you aloof bitch? And yeah, you'll be right because I've actually not posted uh, the last three episodes because I took some time out. And actually, I feel okay with that. Don't get me wrong. At first, I didn't. I was a little bit like, oh, fucking hell, fucking hell. But yeah, I've taken a week and a half off because I went away. And I actually even took my microphone with me. And I had every intention of thinking, oh, yeah, this will be really creative. And I'll be able to do a podcast whilst I'm, you know, an episode whilst I'm actually on the beach. And oh, my God, it'd be fucking amazing. And uh, do you know what? No, it wasn't happening. I had actually realised that I needed to switch off um, and just sort of... I've. I had a really big fucking cry about a week and a half ago because I was trying to, like you do, get the house clean before you leave to go on holiday. I mean, what the fuck is that all about? But that's me, like making, I even changed the beds, what the f- change the bedding, trying to hoover, clean the bathrooms before I go on holiday. And this is so funny because it's almost, I think it was like a Peter K sketch or something like that, where it was like, what the fuck are you doing? Making the house clean for the burglars. But it's true. It's something that we do, isn't it? Well, I bloody well do it anyway. So I'm stressing the tits out of myself anyway to pack the car up because we we went on holiday in the UK. We went to Cornwall and um, Roman and I went down on our own first. Then Scott came down a couple of days later. Um, I'll tell you about it in a minute. It was brilliant. It is brilliant. But it was that whole process of getting prepared to go that just tipped me over the edge. And I just thought, what the fuck am I doing I'm stressed out. I'm unhappy. I'm fighting with myself to get a podcast out on the Thursday morning because I try and do my episodes on a Monday and a Thursday. Um, and I'm not going to do it. And then I sort of I sat on the bed and did a fat girl cry like, <laughs> like that and thought, oh, f- f- what the fuck are you crying about, you dick? Everything's all right. Hang on. I thought it was my husband trying to come in the door then. Fucking husband, honestly. <laughs> Look at me, piss off. Thanks for my birthday presents, they're amazing. <laughs> I think it's the dog trying to sniff the door and push it open. Anyway, so yeah, so I'd got to the point where I just thought, 
why am I stressing myself out? I just, Sally, just say no. And so I thought, do you know what? No, it's not happening. I actually say yes to chill out time. I'm not going to fucking beat myself up. I'm not going to make myself feel guilty. Guess what? I forgot to plug the fucking Dyson in so it didn't even charge. So I couldn't even hoover the house before I left. Okay. (laughs) Which is like really bad for me. But I forgot to plug the... We've got one of those cordless Dysons, you know, and if you don't plug it in, it's not fucking charged and then it's just like, ugh, hairy floors. So I had to drop the dogs. Oh my God, I've got so much to tell you. I don't even know where to start. I really... uh, As you can see, me taking time out has been amazing because I'm super chilled, but I've just had this fucking recharge of energy, creativity, and it's just been the most amazing reset. So yeah, there's so much to share. Oh my God, I've got to tell you this first of all right so let's start from me trying to get away on holiday so obviously I'm trying to clean the house and keep it immaculate to go on holiday and if you're somebody who's kind of similar to me you'll totally be able to relate to that I don't I don't know many women that can just walk out of the door and lock it and fuck off on holiday without at least doing some cleaning or at least bleaching the bogs before you go or putting some like that blocker down the sink as well just to make sure it's all nice for when you come back so um yeah I tried to do it I I did most of it but you have to remember I was leaving Scott in the house for two three nights by himself anyway so it would have been a shit tip by the time I got back Um, and then I had to take the dogs because Honey's just too old for kennels. She's too old for kennels. Um, and oh my God, they've been in kennels you know, before for, uh, for, for years. But just recently, Scott and I just said she just can't go into kennels. It's just not fair on her. It's not fair. She shakes when she used to be petrified of fireworks. She still is. But now if it starts raining, she has panic attacks and then starts scratching carpets. And yeah, it's not fair. I fucking hell, I can't even bear the thought of her on her own. So um, wait for this. This is brilliant. Mum and dad said that they would have the dogs. This is Sandra. Sandra and Kevin are my parents, okay? So I actually asked them about like five, six weeks ago and they've never had my dogs before ever, but they've never lived, they never lived near us. They've only started, you know, they've only lived near us in the past few years, which is fucking amazing. I have to say to have my mum close because I'm the only one of her kids that's close to her um, as in like location. So at least, God forbid, anything should ever happen. At least I know that I can get there quick, which is great. Actually, I'm so happy that she lives near me. Um, after living apart for like fucking 20 years. So um, I said to her mum, mum, Sandra, mum, is there any chance that you could look after our dogs whilst we go away? Oh, and Kevin, what do you think? Kevin, can we do that? Do they need walking? I said, no, mum, they're really old. Like, I said, honestly, they will just sit in the garden all day. Um, you don't need to worry about walking them. Uh, mum and dad have got a good sized garden anyway, so they're fine. So I said, just if you can just keep them fed and watered and alive, that would be handy. Um, then, yeah, I'd really appreciate it. So my auntie Ingrid um, has had dogs for years. So she had a spare crate. And I said to my mum, just put the crate, you know, if you can borrow one of Auntie Ring, her name's Auntie Ring, my Auntie Ingrid. I said, borrow a crate of Auntie Ring and they'll honestly sleep in there. Not a problem, mum. They'll be fine. All right, go on then. We'll have your dogs. We'll have your dogs. And then I suddenly started thinking, oh, fuck, my mum's not had a pet for years, right? Uh, the last pet my mum had was our Jack Russell called Badger, who died like 15, 16 years ago. But she was a 16 year old Jack Russell and you didn't ever, oh, fucking hell, hang on. Someone's trying to FaceTime me. Oh my god! This, this, do you know what? I should really answer it. It's because it's my birthday. It's my brother-in-law, Mikey. <laughs> my phone is sat here going off constantly. I shouldn't complain. I've got friends. Look at me, fucking hell, everyone! I've got friends. <laughs> Can you imagine if I was a sort of psycho that was making that up then to try and make myself look fucking popular? <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't cuss that one, fucking hell. That would be hilarious. But do you know what? You'll never know, will you? Anyway, right, no, hang on. Let me just message him. Oh, no, he's fine. I'll message him back in a second. My bloody phone's gone off. I really have got some friends. Anyway, where was I? Yeah, so mum's not had a dog. That's it. Badger. Badger, our old Jack Russell, was fucking beautiful. Like, honestly, she was amazing. But you could leave the front door open in our old house. Um, and Badger would just sit on the doorstep. She'd never run off. She always stayed there. Um, we never used to lead with her. Ever. She was so faithful. Even if she saw a cat, she'd never run after the cat. She'd always walk to heel. Um, my dogs aren't like that. So I was trying to sort of stress to my mum, mum, just make sure that the front door is always closed because otherwise if honey gets out, that's it, it's game over. Because mum lives on quite a busy road. And I said, and she'll literally just be a goner. And she was like, what the hell is going on? I've got a fucking massive airplane going over there. <laughs> That's all now as well. Welcome. Welcome to my world. <laughs> do you know what? There's an old part of me that would have gone, oh, stop, and then start editing. But do you know what? I don't give a shit. So anyway, I said to Sandra, mum, just make sure that you keep the front door shut. Otherwise, it's fucking game over for honey. She's like, Sally, for God's sake, I've raised four kids. I've had more fucking pets than you could shake a bloody stick at. And she has, to be fair. Um, she went, leave them with me. And I thought, do you know what, Sally? Let go. Stop fucking trying to control everything. And that's my problem. I try and control everything. Um, because I grew up with a mindset of, if you want something doing, do it yourself. And therefore, I literally am like Mr. Tickle with God knows how many hands trying to do everything. And I said, and I got really upset at my mum. So I went, do you know what, mum? I started crying and I was bursting tears. And I was like, okay, mum, right, I trust you. I'm sorry, mum. I said, all right, it's fine. That's fine, mum. All right, it's fine. I'll bring the dogs over. Now, just leave them with me. They'll be fine. Oh, my God. She is hilarious. They've had a fucking field day. I'm not... (laughs) Staying with Grandma Sandra has been amazing. Milo's had... (laughs) I could fucking cry thinking about it. It's so funny. The first night they stayed, my dad phoned me, uh, Sally, the dogs are crying downstairs. Um, is there something wrong, do you think? And I was like, no, dad, they're trying it on with you. The, my dogs are really smart, by the way. I said, like, they're trying it on with you. They just want some attention. Um, do you think we should bring them upstairs and put them in? I was like, dad, don't put them in your fucking bed. No, don't, dad. Dad, they're crate trained. Go downstairs and say, right, that's enough. It's time for bed. And they'll go to sleep. So my dad's gone downstairs and gone, right, shush, shush. Come on now. Shush, shush. And then they're going, ah like this anyway Sandra's gone downstairs bollock to them both that's enough to bed. as she does in a very classy northern fashion they've shut the fuck up and she's gone back to sleep uh, Milo has had a full size family sofa to himself for nearly two weeks he, he didn't want to come home um, he also refused to eat for two days so my mum phoned me she's like right the little black one's not eating so and I was like oh mum he's, he's trying it on with you he's just trying it on this is what he does all the time he, he sort of goes on hunger strike because he's 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 in a different location. Well, we've given him best ham and chicken. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. He's going to be as fat as butter by the time I get him back. I was like, mum, stop feeding him ham. Oh, well, he loves it. And like, mum, stop feeding him. Stop, mum. He's an old man. He's 11. I said, you're going to make him fat. He won't get fat. But I bought him some treats and I bought him a ball. I was like, oh, my God. Honestly, they have been spoilt rotten. They loved it. The best one, though, was my dad said, uh, Sally, just a quick one. What do we do if one of them dies whilst you're away? <laughs> do you know what, Dad? Normally I'd get a bit upset, but just take them to the vets and get them cremated and just make sure you pick up the ashes and I'll pay you when I get home. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. 
<laughs> and then he went, all right, okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. It was just, honestly, it was... It's the first time my mum and dad have ever had our dogs and they, our dogs loved it. They absolutely loved it there. But on top of that, I think my mum and dad really enjoyed the company. I think they really enjoyed the company, but at the same time, I don't think they'd ever want a pet. I'd never sort of force a pet on my parents. It's not fair. Not at their age. It's not fair. But it's actually wonderful, though, that they've just had that week with those two hairy little buggers and they've really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Anyway, my God, this is going to be a long one. Get ready for it. Um, So, yeah. So, basically, dogs got dropped off at mum and dad's and then Ro and I headed down to Exeter. So, my best friend, H, Hayley, I met her 22 years ago in Walt Disney World in Florida. Um. And I've got two best friends, actually, that I met in the States, um, Mathilde, who lives in the south of France, um, and Hayley. Um, like two girls that I very see very rarely. It could be a couple of years at a time, but it's almost like we've never not seen each other. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? It's just almost like it's, it was just like yesterday. Um, and... Do you know what's so refreshing is, is that H has been my best mate for years and um, we've both got kids now. And what's really beautiful is we parent the same way. And that is what is just wonderful, because sometimes when you have kids and I've noticed this since having Roman, you if like you're even though you've like had friends for years and years and years, if you don't have the same sort of parenting morals or parenting kind of sort of I don't know, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm doing it right and other people are doing it wrong, but I have noticed that if somebody's kind of not on your track, you just don't connect anymore. But the beautiful thing is is that H is one hundred percent on my track and do you know what's even better is Roman adores her. Like f- honestly just adores her. And that to me is like a a big sign anyway. So yeah, I was really lucky. I went down to, I went down to Exeter, uh, left the house a mess. And it wasn't that bad. I'm just being dramatic. Um, and then got down to Exeter, down to this, we, we're actually on the coastal route, um, where Hayley's house is at the moment, because she's just moved out of London and we spent a night with her and her kids, which was just lovely. And then the next day, Rose spent the day on the beach with Hayley's daughter, Daisy, who Roman adores. And oh my God, it was so cute. They're both three. Daisy's four months older than Roe and they were holding hands. And it was honestly, it was just so lovely. And they were playing at the beach together. And yeah, it was great. But it was so nice to catch up with Hayley. And this is how crazy it is. I had my mic. I took my mic with me to do a podcast. And as I'm sat there with Hayley, I went, you know what? I was going to do an episode with you, H, but I just can't be asked to get it out of the car. She was like, don't worry about it. And I thought, I just, I don't want to do it. I just need some time out. So again, didn't, did, I didn't want to sort of make myself feel guilty. I just really, really enjoyed the pasties. <laughs> Honest to God, I've eaten so many pasties in the last week. I feel that I may need to be sponsored by Cornish pasties at some point in my career. <laughs> in my eating career, that is. But yeah, it was great. And then the next day, we uh, Roman and I drove down to Cornwall and we drove right down to St. Ives, just up from St. Ives, we stayed in a place called Hale, um, which actually used to be a bit of a shithole a few years back. But now it's like the in place to get an apartment and a, a house. And I mean, property's gone through the roof down in Cornwall anyway. But we um, we hired a little house for a week. It's like a beautiful little, it's like a beach house it was uh, just on the just off of the beach road. Um, and it was amazing. We had a hot tub on the decking. And yeah, so Ro and I spent a night or two, I can't remember, there. And then Scott came down with our bikes, um, which is brilliant because he had to work a couple of days. But it was so nice just to have some time with Roman by myself. And then again, I was beating myself up because I wasn't doing another episode. And I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna fucking put the microphone in a cupboard and just leave it for the week and take some serious Sally time. And I did. 
And I've loved every minute of it. I've had such a good week away. I am caught the sun. Oh, wonderfully. Roman, this time last year, when we went to the beach, because we went to Cornwall last year. We've got a thing about Cornwall. We love it. Um, we stayed in Carbis Bay last year. Roman couldn't stand the sand on his feet and he couldn't stand the sound of the ocean and he really struggled. So this year it was a, a complete like almost like a flip just like his behavior was totally different it was like a complete reverse one on whatever that i can't remember what the expression is i'm actually quite knackered um but yeah it was totally it was he was amazing put it that way he he was almost i'm going to put a picture actually of him on instagram and it was almost like he's training for an iron man competition because i got him a little rash vest and some little shorts and everything they're so cute um but yeah, he was uh, he was amazing. He's honestly amazing. He absolutely loves the sand. And he's we were calling him the human turtle. So as soon as he got to the sand, he just turtled his way all the way, all the way to the sea. But sometimes that could be like 400 metres, but he didn't give a shit. <laughs> he's a little human turtle. I must have found my family. Thank goodness I've hatched here. But yeah, he was loving it. So yeah, he was, we went to the beach every day. So he was in and out of the sea every day. Absolutely loved it. And sand gets everywhere, doesn't it? Up your ass all over. And you're texting like, hang on a minute, I've not even been in the water. So yeah, it was, it was honestly so, so good. Um, It was just, it was just, oh, I don't know. I can't even think of the words to, to describe it. Just take, you know, when you just take time out and you think, yeah, I definitely, definitely needed that. And the thing is, when I switch off, I switch off from social media as well. I don't stop looking at it because... I'm a bit of a nosy bitch, to be honest, but I don't post. So I've had I've had some amazing people reach out to me, like reach out, reach out, which is exactly what I ask for. Um, and some really lovely friends actually have been like, where are you? Are you OK? Um, and I've not replied yet. So I've got a shitload of people to get back to this week. And it's not because I was being a rude bitch. I was actually being quite sensible. And I think it's OK to switch off. And I think it's OK to not reply to people because... This is how I see it. I choose my friends really wisely. And those people who have not messaged back, I know they won't be offended and take it personally because they know me. And they're probably just thinking, that slag's taking some time off. <laughs> well, I hope that's what they're thinking anyway. <laughs> Where the fuck's she gone? Miserable bitch. Not even text me back. How dare she? So, yeah, yeah, I've got quite a few people to get back to. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 so nice, though, to, to, to be back. And fucking hell, it took us 11 hours to get back. 11 hours on the Friday. We got back on Friday. What day is it? So it's Sunday today. This is going to be going out on the Monday. Um, so, yeah, it took us 11 hours to get back on Friday. And it was a full on, like really, really full on. Um, and to be fair, Roman did brilliantly. But luckily, we could, um, we switched cars halfway. Because I've got a fully electric car. And that is a challenge in itself. To try and get that charged on a quick charge, on a journey to go like to Cornwall, um, I had to geek out massively to find charging units all over the place that I could use. And then obviously to try and get back as well, to try and make it as quickly as we could for Roman. But you, there's nothing you can do about the traffic, is there? Absolutely nothing you can do about the traffic. So we were stuck in traffic jam after traffic jam through uh, Bristol, up the M5 through Bristol, and uh, if you know Taunton and Bridgewater coming up. Um, and then obviously you've got Birmingham, uh, Wolverhampton carried on going up and then oh, I live in Chester so as soon as we hit the M56 it was like eight o'clock at night we were fine then it was uh, home free but it's uh, it was really nice getting back home because my mother-in-law had let herself in 
whilst I'd been away and she mopped all the floors for me and hoovered the house. <laughs> Fucking brilliant is that? <laughs> all that stressing, all that stressing and bless Dot, she'd popped round, did all my floors for me, mopped the kitchen, wiped down all the surfaces and she'd even made my bed as well. And I said to her, oh my God, I, I thank you so much for making my bed. And do you know what she said? She was like, she's right Glaswegian, my mother-in-law. She's like, oh, I knew my son would leave it in a mess for you. And I was like, oh legend absolute legend so yeah i feel really really chilled out and i've had a lovely birthday today a really nice birthday 44 44 i am today and i don't feel it at all and i'm not going to be i'm not one of these people i never have been one of these people who focuses on age um i'm not going to lie um i have struggled a little bit which is why i decided to switch off for like a week and a half and the re- the only thing i have struggled with is that I've we've obviously not conceived a second baby yet and I'm getting older and that sort of hit home I think like a week and a half ago and that's what the catalyst was for really just fucking hell I need some time out um because I think that was not affecting me because I I don't want to be that dramatic but it was I was you know there were certain thoughts that I was thinking because let's be honest you choose your thoughts and I wasn't really being very smart about it I was thinking a lot of shit thoughts and painting my life with a shit brush which is not like me and that's when I realized okay I really need to fucking reset I need to reset um and because that I I I'm quite conscious of my energy and don't get me wrong I'm not going to get all fucking woo woo and crazy on you I don't know actually it might get a little bit woo woo (laughs) I don't mind that but I know when I I I give a lot to people so how can I explain this that sounded like some sort of self-indulgent twat um Right. So when I meet people, they go, oh, Sally, you know, you're so it's wonderful to be in your company and you've got loads of energy. And it's like, oh, thanks. Great, great. And I've always been that sort of entertainer person. But actually, it's a bit like I need to recharge and reset every now and again. And I'm more conscious of that now as, uh, let's say, more mature woman, not older, um, than what I was when I was younger. When I was younger. And you know, I, I, I often do a lot of like, oh, Sally, what were you doing then? Never mind. When I was younger, I was desperate for people to like me. And I'm not alone when I say that because you might be sat where you are at the moment. I don't know whether you're in a car or whether you're fucking cleaning the house or you're at the gym. But I think we all go through that. I think we do, especially as women. We do as women, definitely. We want to be liked. We want people to to really sort of enjoy being in our company and say, oh, she's lovely. And oh, my God, isn't she nice? And oh, I love being with that person. Or oh, she's... And actually, I used to try and... I don't know, I think maybe I was a bit of a try hard or I was a pe- I was definitely a fucking people pleaser. Um, and I did a lot of things that I didn't really want to do but did them to keep other people happy or maybe to impress other people or sort of get recognised. And actually now I don't give a shit. I really don't give a flying fuck. Um, If people don't like me, I'm really comfortable with that because guess what? I don't particularly enjoy everyone's company as well. And that's okay. And um, do you know what? It took me fucking years to work that one out. And now it's kind of clicked. I'm just like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, there's people that are going to listen to this podcast and think, this is shit, I'm not listening to that. And there's people that are going to listen to it and go, fuck me, this girl's mint. I wouldn't mind having a brew with her. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm happy with that. Do you know what? Either way, I send you love. Obviously, I don't. I think you're a fucking idiot. Why do you not like me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh my god right before i go because honestly i could talk for ages you can imagine i've missed three episodes i'm desperate just to get loads of exciting shit out at the moment um I uh, staying with Haley. Haley and I are really into our food, right? When we used to, I mean, God, right? So Haley and I met in America, and we were drinking buddies. And so Haley's never smoked. I used to smoke like a chimney, but we both used to drink like fishes. But we used to get so pissed that we would lose each other in nightclubs and yeah, all sorts. But then we'd always sort of regroup and go and get food. So Haley and I were proper foodies, but we are the foodies that are, we like all the different shit. So in an evening when everybody was getting a kebab, we'd go and get falafel. You know, we're one of those. And so we try loads and loads of different foods, oat milk, everything. But we we sat, sat at H's. And Haley's, by the way, is called H. And uh, on, I can't remember what night it was, but it was in the evening, the two of us sat downstairs together. And um, we were talking about milk, right? And I was going, do you know what? I I, I, I'm thinking of switching my oat milk back to actual full fat milk. And she went, are you kidding? I have a milkman. I was like, get out. What the fuck? Where? How? How the hell do you have a milkman? Oh my God, she has a milkman where she lives. She gets proper cow's milk, like the proper shit in glass bottles delivered to her door. So I said, right, I want that in my coffee in the morning. I want to try it again because I'm just thinking of ditching oat milk. I've just been reading quite a bit into it and I do love oat milk. Don't get me wrong. It's great. You know, it's, it's got protein in it. I enjoy it, but I think I'm ready to go back to old school milk. Anyway, I had full fat milk in my coffee in the morning and um, yeah, I'm sold. So at the moment, I'm trying to find a milkman um, and I've gone back to like proper f- full fat butter, proper butter as well, but like farm butter. I found my, where my mum and dad live, they've got a butcher's and he makes their own, his own butter. So I was like, right, that is it. So I may have to change my, <laughs> my signature beverage. <laughs> <laughs> my my vanilla lattes, my, my vanilla oat lattes, my chai, my chai oat lattes may actually be out of the window. I don't know. This is something that I'm in the process of actually sort of looking into a little bit more at the minute, as you can tell. But yeah, I'm going to try and see if I can get a milkman, give it a go with full fat milk for a bit and uh, feel the benefits. <laughs> On another note, this is pretty naughty, but I'll tell you this, this is great. As a kid, uh, one of my so I've got like three best girlfriends like Sailor I grew up with um, her name's Ellen but we've always called her Sailor uh, Haley Matilda met in a, in America Sailor's dad used to run a dairy farm that was up the road from us as kids and uh, Sailor and I used to go up to the dairy farm no shit putting a ladle in the actual dairy tank and drinking milk out of it <laughs> Before it went and got collected. <laughs> Used to get little girls spit in your milk. <laughs> How bad is that though? <laughs> bad is that really? Oh, it's fucking terrible, isn't it? <laughs> Two little girls with a ladle <laughs> drinking milk. Oh my God, it was the best. It was straight out of the cow. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't like hanging under the teeth, squeezing it into my mouth. But yeah, I was, I was spitting in it and drinking it. <laughs> it was amazing. It was proper amazing, actually. Right, that's it. I need to go. It's my birthday. I'm going to go downstairs and chill out with my husband for a little bit. The baby's in bed. So um, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And if you have reached out to me over the past week or so and asked where I am and if I'm okay, I honestly can't tell you how much I appreciated it. I really, really appreciated it because, um, do you know what? It's lovely to have some friends and it's really nice to have some genuine friends, actually, that are enjoying the podcast and um, and sharing it. So, yeah, thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough for, uh, honestly, uh, the my uh, like downloads and subscribers are going through the roof at the moment and uh, it makes me smile every day. So, uh, yeah, I'm reset now. 
And I'm not one of these people like, yeah, I'm reset and I'm ready to go. Nah, I think if you know me, you'll know that when I'm this chilled out, yeah, my fucking game face is on and there's some exciting shit to come. It's going to be a really, really good six months, you know, a really good six months. Right. Make sure that you find me on social media. Reach out to me or go on a dare. You can find me on Instagram. It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Or you can also find me on Facebook. Exactly the same. Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And if you are listening on Apple or you're on Spotify, please subscribe. So every time I um, release a new episode, it means that you'll be able to listen to it straight away. It'll ping up as a notification. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, share it with a friend. But not only that, I'd really appreciate a five stars or even a review as well if you're on Apple. Why don't you drop some words down and then I can always repost it as well in my stories on Instagram. Right, I can't tell you how lovely it is to be back. I hope that you're well. Take care and I will speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.